You're listening to the Audacious Church Podcast. This message was recorded live at our Manchester campus. We know this is a great investment into your life. So tune in, listen up and stay focused. For any more information, visit us online, audaciouschurch.com. We start a brand new series for summer and the sun is out in Jesus' Name. Everyone just reach your hands out towards outside. We believe for those, those clouds that they would part in the Name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Make sure you do stick around. As Pastor Stuart said, part of what we're doing over summer is our church is as much about being family as it is the content of the services, connecting together, Obviously, um, what we believe together is vital, but doing life together, being on the journey together, encouraging each other in the journey of our faith is is sometimes a missing ingredient. And so we wanna over the summer make sure that everyone has the opportunity to connect with someone. So someone needs you to stick around after the service. Invite them to lunch, invite them to a picnic or barbecue over the summer. And the church will be stronger because uh, we're doing life and doing this faith journey together. So that's why we're doing what we're doing. And also this series is, is uh, at the movies. We're talking from taking inspiration from a few movies, four weeks over August. And so get ready for today. It's, we've hinted at it already. We'll show you in a moment which movie it is. But before we do that, we're gonna just read a Scripture, Hebrews chapter 12. Verse number one to two, I'm reading in the NLT today. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, don't you love the imagery? Come on, I want you to think about the Scripture. Let's not just uh, read it. And this Scripture you would have read many times, but I want you to imagine and picture what this, this picture looks like. Therefore, since we're surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith. Let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race God has before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion. Come on. We run with faith and perseverance and we go on into the things of maturity and the faith. We do it by keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus, the champion. Come on, Jesus is not weak. Jesus is not insipid. Jesus is strong. He's powerful. And the NLT says He's the champion of our faith who initiates and perfects our faith Because of the joy awaiting Him, He went through what He needed to go through, endured the cross, disregarding its shame. But now He's seated in the place of honour beside God's throne. Jesus the champion. Are you ready for today's movie? All right, watch the screen for today's trailer. Rocky, you believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. I'll bring both your arms so they don't wipe you. 
is every man who ever settled for something less. Terrific. I mean, you could be a heartbreak. You walk down the street breaking hearts the way you look. Very sharp. He's the man who never had a chance until now. Rocky. His whole life was a million to one shot. His name is Sylvester Stallone, but you will always remember him as Rocky. Come on, who's ready? Rocky. Everyone's feeling good right now. I think we can leave now and we feel, come on, give us something to punch. Rocky. I mean, it's a great movie, but that voice, that's next level. I mean, the only place you hear voices like that now, talk sport. Seriously, every man wants a voice like that. Rocky is the ultimate story of the, the, hero, the zero who becomes the hero. He goes from nothing, he goes from the wrong background, the wrong area, the, the wrong everything, and yet he gets a shot at becoming the champion. And the reality is everyone in this room, we've got different aspects of our life that we could say create labels on us that would say everything about us seems to be wrong, seems to be misplaced. We've all got an excuse why we shouldn't step up to the plate. We've all got a reason that we would look to and we would validate our insecurities or we would validate our lack of accomplishment or achievement. We would validate our lack of a sense of identity Hello, identity from the Word of God. We would have different things that we would point to and go, that's the reason. That's why I can't be who I, I think I could become. That's the reason why I hear a preach on a Sunday and for a moment I'm inspired or motivated or believe that God wants something good for me. But when the rubber hits the road, I go back to my excuse. I go back to my reality. And the reality is most people in the room, if we're honest when we look in the mirror, we would feel like the zero, not like the hero. And yet the Bible is clear that we have not just our own power, but we have the power of Jesus living within us. (laughs) Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18 says, Paul speaking, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened and may God speak to us today. May God speak into our heart and that we see something today that we've never seen before. In order that you may know the hope to which God has called you, that you may know the riches of His glorious inheritance in His holy people and that you may know His incomparably great power for those who believe. Who's the power for? For every one of us, if we have faith, then we access this incomparably great power for us, the church. That power is the same as His mighty strength He exerted when He raised Christ from the dead. When we're taking communion this morning, we're remembering what Jesus did and what it accomplished for us. 
And so when we take communion, we're thanking God for what He did and we're also thanking God for who He's made us that we're created in His image, that He's restored us through what happened on the cross to right and perfect relationship with God so that we can know this incomparably great power. So the good news, if you believe today, the power of the champion is in you today. Come on, I said the power of the champion is in you today. Romans 8 verse 11, the Spirit of Him who raised Christ Jesus from the dead is living in you. Come on, say, He's living in me. Come on, He's living in me. He who raised Christ from the dead and who also will give life to your mortal bones because of His Spirit who lives in you. Incredible Scripture when we hear from Romans, Ephesians, we understand what Jesus has done, that the power of the champion lives in us. It changes everything about our lives and it enables us to live with the spirit of a champion. I wanna pull a few things out and we're gonna take a bit of inspiration from our movie Rocky today. The first thing that the Spirit a champion does is they recognise opportunity. Let's watch this clip. Rocky, do you believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. Apollo Creed does. And he's going to prove it to the whole world by giving an unknown a shot at the title. And that unknown is you. He picked you, Rocky. Rocky, it's the chance of a lifetime. You can't pass it by. What do you say? Amazing. This moment comes where an opportunity of a lifetime is presented and Rocky recognises in that moment He may have had excuses. He may have had his upbringing. He may have been grown up in the wrong area. But right now in one conversation, his whole future of his life could be transformed. He had a moment that he needed to recognise opportunity. The truth is that the Bible says in Ecclesiastes 9 verse 11, that time and chance happen to them all. Time and chance happen to every single one of us. But we must, if we're going to live out the power of the champion working through us, we must see it for what it is. We must recognise opportunity. Time and chance, when the Bible speaks about time, it's not just speaking about the tick-tock of time, that we calculate the number of skips that Andy gave. Uh, we're not just calculating deadlines and, and, and we're not just counting days and months and, and years that go past. And when the Bible speaks that time happens to every one of us, God is not saying that you should define your life by the years you have had on the planet. 
Your life shouldn't be defined by a certain deadline that you have in mind. But when the Bible speaks about time, it speaks more about the definition of a God moment. It speaks about an opportune time, a right time, a divine time. And the Bible is clear that every single one of us, we may exist in certain elements within the context of physical tick-tock time. But the, the reality is that God presents each one of us in the right time. He presents a God moment. He presents an opportune time. And every single person in this room, no matter your excuses, no matter your upbringing, no matter your, wrong, your bad mistakes, no matter any of those things, the truth is that time, God time, God moments are finding you. And when we understand whose image we've been created in, when we understand the power of God that works in and through us, we can see the God moments for what they are. I want us to be a people that recognise opportunity. I love this quote, the opportunity of a lifetime must be seized within the lifetime of the opportunity. In other words, opportunities come and opportunities go. That doesn't need to cause panic. What it does need to do is for every day when we wake up, a couple of weeks ago, we heard about the power of understanding when we wake up and we understand there's new mercies for us every morning. And when we start the day with that mindset and we remind ourselves of God's heart towards us, that He's given us new opportunities and new moments and new mercies every day, we can live our life with eyes open to the doors that God's gonna give to us today. And this week, there will be God moments. There will be opportune times that God presents to you. And then at the end of the week, maybe some of those have passed us by. And maybe next week, there'll be no other moments that He'll present to us. And He wants us to be a people that live on the edge of our seats every day that we get ready for what God has presented to us. And it happens by recognising opportunities. Matthew chapter 26, Jesus is in the garden of Gethsemane. He's on His knees and He's asked the disciples to go. I just wanna pray for a few moments. And we see the full humanity and the full deity of Jesus Christ in, the, in this moment. And He presents the, to us the, the, the reality that He is he's wrestling with this opportune moment that's being presented to Him. And yet in His humanity, He knows what He's gonna have to face. He knows the pain. He knows the separation. He knows what's gonna come in this moment. And so He asks, is there another way? And yet He knows this is the reason, this is the moment. And He says, yet not my will, but Your will be done. And He submits to the will of the Father. And in that moment, He's recognised the opportunity has come, that this is the moment that He's gonna, he's gonna face death, He's gonna overcome death, He's gonna defeat what nobody else could defeat on behalf of generations to come. 
Hebrews 12 talked about for the joy set before Him. He went through what He needed to do because He recognised the opportunity. Imagine this week for you. What are the moments that are gonna present themselves to you? What environments are you gonna be in this week? And there's gonna be opportunity come to you. Make sure you position yourself this week with the power of the champion working in and through you to recognise opportunity. The second thing we're gonna look at is that you gotta, once you recognise opportunity, you've gotta make good choices. Let's watch our second clip. recognising the opportunity to realising if I'm going to take the opportunity, I'm going to have to make some good decisions. I'm going to have to make some good choices. Champions are not made in the ring, they're made in the training camps. And the reality is we don't, we don't become champions just by, uh, you know, those one-time moments. Those moments you're like, wow, I'm right in the slipstream. You become champions today by making good choices. And you gotta bring your decisions, bring your choices and bring your lifestyle in alignment with the opportunities that you believe are ahead of you. 
You know, there's no good believing that you've got something in mind and yet it doesn't affect the way you live today. You may think, oh, I've got a certain position or role or, or thing in mind for my future and yet you're not doing anything today. I wanna encourage you, your decisions today will determine much of your outcome tomorrow. And so we've got to make the good decisions. Jesus went from this moment of praying and recognising, Father, not my will, but Your will be done. And the next moment in Matthew chapter 6, the soldiers come and the people come to arrest Him. And Jesus knows this is part of the plan. And yet His disciple Peter, he reacted in this moment. He exploded in this moment. His first reaction was to defend Jesus and to attack the people, pulled out His sword and Jesus recognised, maybe that would have been the right way to go if I didn't know and hadn't recognised the opportunity. And so He stops Peter, He says, Peter, stop, because this is our time. This is the moment that I've, I have to face. And so his choices were in alignment, not with the circumstances, but with the opportunity that was ahead. And we have to do the same. I don't know if you've been watching the Commonwealth Games this week, any fans? Our own Abby Rosaru is in the long jump final, I think this afternoon or later tonight, seven o'clock, make sure you tune in and cheer on at seven o'clock BBC. But this week I was watching, uh, I think it was uh, the swimming or something and, and they were just talking about a guy who in swimming terms is kind of old. He won a medal and they're saying, is he gonna stick around for, for the, uh, the, the Olympics or some of the next event that was two years away? And one of the commentators was just like, you know, it's obvious, it's only two years away. And the other commentator had been an Olympic swimmer. He knew what that meant. He knew what it was going to take. And so he's saying, yes, yeah, easy for us to say, but what you're saying in one sentence is he's giving his next two years of his life away. He's not going to move anything else in his personal life forward because if you're going to commit to that level of opportunity, the choices you're going to have to make are serious and real. And some of us, we've got to, great plan in mind. We've got a great vision or a great future, but not making great choices. And today God is reminding us that if we're going to become who God's called us to become, then we must make good choices today. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I don't run like someone running aimlessly. I don't fight like a boxer beating the air. No, I'll strike a blow to my body and I'll make my body my slave so that after I've preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. Come on, there's gotta be some choices this week that we make to step up to the opportunity that we recognise. Third thing is simply this, is pay the price, don't quit. Pay the price. Don't quit. Let's watch the last clip. Down, down, stay down. Paulo dancing around with his arms in the air. 
Rocky didn't quit. Many of you, maybe you've watched Rocky one, you know, he didn't necessarily win. But what happened in that moment is he became someone that enabled him to go to Rocky two. And for every Rocky one, where it looks like there's a defeat, there's a Rocky two victory. There's a Rocky coming where he faces up to the fight because he's become the person that he had meant to become through making good choices. And so we've got to make a decision that ahead of us, when we recognise the opportunities and we make the good choices, it's not necessarily going to be easy. There's going to be many things that come against us. There may be a lot of challenge. There may even be resistance. But if we're going to continue to become everything that God has called us to become, the road is never simple or easy, but it is fulfilling. And what God wants to do in you is create someone who can do what He's called you to do. He doesn't just want you to succeed today at the expense of a greater plan for tomorrow. God's got even more than you can think, ask or imagine ahead of you. And your plans may seem grand, but God wants to go way beyond that. He wants to do something through you that you couldn't think, imagine up yourself that you couldn't plan or prepare for yourself. He wants to do something through you that is not according to the pow- your power in you, but it's the power of the champion working in and through you. Jesus recognised the moment had come for Him and He made choices uh, to, with His, His disciples around Him that if we're gonna face up to what we've gotta go through, We've got to get things in order. We've got to do things the right way. And there's certain things that we're not going to do anymore. And then lastly, there came that moment where He's arrested. And the Bible says in Isaiah, it talks about that Jesus didn't hide Himself. He didn't turn His back from those that beat Him. He didn't turn away from people that pulled out His beard. No, He offered His back. He faced every punishment because every punishment He recognised was setting humanity free. He recognised that in order to, to release generations, in order to make way, way the right, make the relationship to the Father restored, He would have to destroy the power of death. He would have to become the sacrifice. And so He recognised, I'm gonna go through what I need to go through. My body is gonna be shred. The blood, that's gonna be shed. I'm giving myself, I'm laying myself down as a sacrifice. And for every moment on the cross, And as the crowds began to dissipate and hopes, it seemed, had been been lost. For every Saturday of disappointment, for every Saturday that's, it seems like we've lost everything, our hope's gone and disappointment reigns. We walk away in emptiness. There's a third day coming where Jesus accomplishes what only He could accomplish. 
and He rises victorious and He defeats death itself. And He says to us as He rises in victory, He says right now, the power of the champion is given. As He gave the commission, He says, come on, you're gonna go on. I commission you now to go to the ends of the earth. And through John, the Gospel, Jesus said that you're gonna go on and do even greater things than I've accomplished. Because we don't live in our own power. You're not limited by your own gifts, talents, knowledge, education. Right now, God releases you into the moment that He has. If we would just recognise the God moments, this week the Holy Spirit nudges where you're like, God, maybe you're speaking to me. Maybe you're presenting a moment for me. And we make the bold, courageous decision to make good choices, to like Abby will have done, train really hard to get to this point of a Commonwealth final. She's had to train hard. And the same in every aspect and sphere of life that you operate in. If you're gonna do everything God's called you to do in the medical world, in education, in sport, wherever you are, then we're gonna have to make good choices, strong decisions. And we're gonna have to pay the price and not quit. And we do that not because of motivation, but because the power of the champion lives in you. Hebrews chapter 12, we start with, with this Scripture. Because of the joy awaiting Him, He endured the cross, disregarding His shame. And now Jesus is seated in the place of honour beside God's throne. The greatest victory came from what looked like the ultimate defeat. And God has won that victory for every single person in this room. Thank you for listening to this Audacious Podcast. For any more information, visit us online, audaciouschurch.com. We'd love for you to join us at one of our campuses, Manchester, Chester, or online every Sunday, 10 a.m. and 12 p.m. 